0: As a human being who wants to produce results, who wants to know that the strides that they make in life move towards something and it's not just kind of running around in place. How do you combat distractions? That's a great question. We should find out together one day. I'm seeing a roadblock here. I'm seeing a commonality in my work ethic problem. I gather information. And then I store it, I organize it, and then I ignore it. Mm, isn't that wild? It is. Definitely did fall into that trap of, oh, if I don't try my hardest and I don't do great, it doesn't mean anything because I didn't try my hardest. I think you have to find, collect, separate, schedule, and learn from And then repeat the process. But if you're like Millie and you find things and then you collect them and you let them sit collecting dust, then you won't improve. Workplace ethics can be developed by following these five steps. Five special steps. That's all we need. I have to work extra hard to bypass That feeling of, oh, don't try with all your might. Because if you try with all your might and you still don't get the results you want, then that means something's wrong with you. But that's definitely not the case. And I know that. But I need to know that in my heart. You feel me? I was reflecting and this came to my attention. This has come to my attention multiple times. And yet, here we are, stuck in limbo. Like, what? Ugh. But I do think it's, it's coming to a head. And I'm overcoming it. Because it's so on my mind all the time. Isn't that, I think that's great. Hello, hi. Welcome or welcome back to another episode of creating a village i'm your host Millie. here to help nurture the village within you and this episode is very much so impromptu it is what it is 10 22 pm on a saturday um and this episode was prompted because One of the things I kind of thought this podcast would turn into is like not ramblings that I have when I'm alone with myself, but the thoughts that I have when I'm alone with myself. And I often find that when I have those moments of self-reflection that well, one, I'm either doing something where I don't have time to like stop and put on a camera and set up audio equipment and be like, okay, let's record. I just think, and then I go about my business. Um, But today, something changed <laughs> because I <sighs> this episode is going to be about work ethic now this episode probably won't provide the most actionable steps it's more so a reflection on my own work ethic what i realized about myself continuously constantly so i today saturday matter of fact matter of fact rewind to friday night I'm in bed, I get back from having a productive work day, I come home and I'm like, yes, tomorrow is going to be awesome, I make a to-do list in my phone, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven items in my phone, seven for me to do on today saturday. How many of them are checked off? 0. Let's talk about it. <sighs> I don't know what happened. I'm going to be so honest. I woke up this morning I will say I've been struggling with getting out of bed and moving to like my work desk. To set up my laptop and actually do work. But I had my laptop in my bed. Because I know that I struggle with that. And so to to just knock out that obstacle. I put my laptop in my bed at night. So that when I wake up in the morning. I can pull the laptop onto my lap and start. What did I do when I woke up this morning? I woke up this morning. I prayed a little bit and then i got on my phone and i looked at my to-do list and in some way somehow i got on social media and i i kid you not i kid you not i think i spent three hours on social media finding things that i'm like oh these would be good ideas three hours Until like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, not doing anything. I I think I would switch between social media and my to-do list and be like, okay, I need to do this thing. And then I would end up back on social media. What is that? Why is that? When, what, how? Like, just what is going on there? Okay. And I haven't even opened my laptop yet. Or no, no, no. You know what? I did open my laptop, because at one point I went to my to-do list, and I was thinking to myself, I need to eat the frog, which is a book about completing the uh, the hardest task first. I had to read it in college. But I then convinced myself that I needed to post, create the post for social media because that one is a little more time sensitive and could have a greater impact if I posted it at the beginning of the day versus later in the day. I didn't even do that today, so that's a thing. Yes. So I started the process of gathering the information to put into a post. I wanted the post to be informational. So that people could learn from it because recently i've just been uploading podcast clips and so you know i was attempting to start gathering information for the post that did not get completed i don't know where we went wrong but all i know is eventually it was like three o'clock And then I was like, I'm hungry. So I went downstairs to go get food. I didn't deserve food. I didn't do anything. Oh my goodness, it's just so loud. Okay. Yeah, so I eat food. Who knows how long that took? I don't know. And then I come back upstairs and then I'm like, okay. I'm going to sit at my desk to do work because you know, the crazy part, it was 530 when I came back to my room, where does the time go? Like where, where does it go? Okay. It was 530 when I came back to my room. And so I have, I put my laptop on my desk and I'm like, I'm going to work. I'm going to complete this informational sheet that I need to complete about the podcast you know including like our mission vision all this stuff that was requested from me I've been trying to complete that sheet for a, a good a good two and a half weeks I gather the information I, I, I I'm seeing a roadblock here I'm seeing a commonality in my work ethic problem i gather information and then i store it i organize it and then i ignore it Mm, isn't that wild it is it really is because why why is it so hard for me to execute that's a good question that is a Wonderful question. hmm And now it's 10.22 p.m. Well, it's 10.30 now. And I have accomplished nothing. So, anyway. So, how did I get on this... Work Ethic Podcast episode. I got on it because. I was on my iPad. And. I ended up on YouTube again. And I was watching. Just randomness. I was trying to find something to entertain myself. And then it made me a thought just came into my head about work ethic and how I've accomplished nothing today. Literally. Oh, and I was thinking about what I needed to accomplish tomorrow so that this weekend doesn't go to waste. But also the thing is, I often have so much that I want to execute on like ideas for engaging posts that involve my face or involve other people, other people's opinions or insights that I think about and just seem to throw to the wayside because maybe inherently I think it'll be too much work. I don't know but I'm getting sick and tired of it, for real, is wild. Like, <laughs> I thoroughly want to produce things and not in, I'm saying like the job title of producer. I'm saying as a human being who wants to produce results, Oh y'all can't even see my hands, but that doesn't matter, this is a podcast. (laughs) As a human being who wants to produce results, who wants to know that the strides that they make in life move towards something and it's not just kind of running around in place. I feel like I am getting to a tipping point and I think that's good. I do think that's good. That it's coming to the forefront like the real forefront because as i've said maybe not on the podcast officially like i video journal so in my journals i will say i was reflecting and this came to my attention this has come to my attention multiple times and yet here we are stuck in limbo like what but I do think it's it's coming to a head and I'm overcoming it because it's so on my mind all the time. Isn't that, I think that's great for like God to be constantly punching you in the face, not in the face, punching your brain with thoughts about how you should improve. Yes. Okay. So to make this episode, an actual episode about work ethic. I'm going to Google some things. Matter of fact, I'm about to Google, what is work ethic? Oh, they have skills. Work ethic, according to Google's dictionary, which is the definitions from Oxford languages, the principle That hard work is intrinsically virtuous or worthy of reward. Hmm. Is that what I was really thinking work ethic was? No, that just sounds like a bunch of words. What is the meaning of work ethic? Which is one of the questions um, that's under the people also ask section. A work ethic... (laughs) is a personal set of values that determines how any employee approaches their work. Employees with strong work ethics are highly motivated and produce consistently high quality results. Okay, that's definitely more of the definition that I associated with the word. Well, with the phrase. Work, oh, y'all heard that? My voice just cracked. That's another thing noticing about myself, not noticing, well, noticing, I do not take care of my voice. And that is so crazy to me, considering that I was on a whole track to become a voice actor. You know how wild that is for me not to take care of my voice, knowing fully well that is still in the path of my future? And I just be out here playing and just respecting myself. That's another story for another day. Take care of your voice, you guys. If you notice, drink, stay hydrated. Drink water, try not to yell, try not to speak in the vocal fry range, like intentionally feel your, you know what? It's it's hard to explain, but okay, yes. So maybe we can come up with work ethic values together and that will help set the foundation. Because when I look back on my life, I'm thinking that when I was super young, I had something to prove or I wanted to prove something. But somewhere along the way, I really just, Became la di duty dooty da and stopped working towards greatness. I know one thought that has occurred to me more so in like my high school, middle school years is that, you know, being told that you're smart makes you not want to try to execute on things because then you're afraid of failure. Because if you're smart, you're supposed to have all the answers. So if you don't have the answers or you make a mistake, then it's like, oh, I definitely did fall into that trap of, oh, if I don't try my hardest and I don't do great, it doesn't mean anything because I didn't try my hardest. Maybe that is inherently like still inside of me. And it's so, it's so ingrained in me subconsciously that I can't, well, I, I was going to say I can't bypass it, but I don't, I didn't want to speak those words out loud, that I have to work extra hard to bypass that feeling of, oh, don't try with all your might. Because if you try with all your might and you still don't get the results you want, then that means something's wrong with you. But that's definitely not the case. And I know that. But I need to know that in my heart. You feel me? You feel me, dog? Oh, please. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) I don't edit these episodes either. That's going to stay in there. That's a while. Okay. Hmm. That's something to think about, though. Trying your best. Oh, that leads to the breakthrough point for me. Like with procrastination, doing things last minute. I was watching The Good Place recently. That is my favorite show. I usually don't like real people shows. And when I say real people, I mean just shows that have flesh Mm, that sounds weird i prefer animated content (laughs) oh not content well yes content but like on youtube i can watch real people more than on an actual show like network streaming series anyway but the good place is one of my favorite favorite shows of all time. I literally just rewatched all the seasons in like the span of three days. Um, that's not the point though. The point is one of the characters, Eleanor, was, uh, talking about how she would brag like she wouldn't prepare for a test And then she would take the test and then brag about how she still got a C without preparing. And that's what I think I'm in right now. Well, not think. I know that was a state of life that I was in and am currently still kind of in when it comes to procrastination. Like, oh, I didn't prepare for this or, oh, I did this last minute and it's still getting some good results. Oh my goodness, that is me. That's so wild. <sighs> okay. Okay. Okay, I got this. <sighs> that is me. That's so crazy. You want to know why that's crazy? Because sometimes you can see yourself, but sometimes you can't see yourself. And for instance, with this podcast, I don't really promote it. um, And... I don't do the necessary things that I've learned that people have told me to do to get this podcast to where it needs to go. But when I look at some of the analytics, like I have three consistent viewers. I haven't checked it in a while actually, but for like the first 10 episodes, I had three consistent viewers Regardless of if I posted about it on social media or not, every episode after Wednesday would have three views. And I was like, that's really cool, considering I'm not doing nary a thing to promote this. And so I was satisfied with that, but also I was in that headspace of, oh, I can do the bare minimum and I'm still getting results. Period. What are you doing? Oh, you're doing all that hard work and getting good results? Well, I'm obviously, like, touched or something. Touched my, like, I don't say God. Because that's not the realm that I'm trying to get to. <laughs> but, yeah. Wow. Isn't that wild? That's wild that I thought like that. Mm. Crazy. Back to work ethic values, though. Let's... Oh, there's three types. There are seven types of work ethic. So, this website is called Kika. K-E-K-A dot com. I don't know why, but when I was saying the letter K, I felt like it wasn't the letter K. Like, I felt like I was saying it wrong. I felt like it was supposed to sound a different way. I don't know. The first uh, type of work ethic they listed is personal ethics, which refers to the moral values of a person presented in everyday life unrelated to work. Mm. So that's what I need to combat, my personal ethics. Personal ethics are the base of how an employee presents himself at work. If an individual tends to be honest and dedicated in their personal life, they are more likely to exhibit the same traits in the workplace. Likewise, if a person is arrogant and criticizes everyone openly, they're likely to be unfair and discriminatory at work. I think that's an interesting point. Because a lot of the times, you know, there are people... Well, from my experience, there are people who treat others better than they treat themselves. I'm sorry I made that noise. But I was just reminded of a conversation that I had with my friends recently. She was like, ugh, I'm so... Okay, I haven't fully... I've acknowledged what she said, but I haven't, you know, thought about it to to fix it or to work on it more so but we were having this conversation because i felt like i was judgy as a person towards others and i am i don't and i don't try to be but i can be and she was saying well jada i think you're loving others as you love yourself and I was like girl why you why you reading me like that (sighs) and so with this personal ethics thing because I understand what they're saying when they're saying that if someone in their personal life is honest and dedicated then they tend to be that way at work as well But I can also see the reverse of that. Um, Like someone could be honest and dedicated at work, but when they get home they're extremely undedicated and unmotivated and I think that's the pit I'm in right now of if I'm at home it's like bed. And that's my only safe haven. (laughs) Okay. Wild. The second one is business ethics. Um, Business ethics are a set of guidelines and practices a business follows to honor business procedures related to products and services. I don't care. This has nothing to do... With what I was trying to go for. Okay. Lower in the article, I'm stopping reading the types of work ethic. Because personally, I don't think they're relevant to my situation right now. Um, could they be relevant to you? Maybe. Uh, hmm. But see, they're talking about business and then employer ethics and then customer ethics and then legal ethics. I don't want to read those. But if you would like me to read them, no, I'll do you one better. I will leave the link to this article inside of the show notes and description so you can read it for yourself in case you need to learn about any of these. Awesome. Okay. Also, I would like to preface that um because this is impromptu and I did not prepare for this at all, I don't know if this is a valuable source. Not valuable. Viable. Therefore, thus, any information being distributed to you, uh, you can choose whether or you can do your own due diligence and also Google the question about work ethic. Whoa, my mouth just seized up there. You can also Google a question about work ethic. Awesome. Okay. I don't, I don't condone whoever this is. Awesome. Okay. How to develop a strong work ethic. Work ethic- I can't read anymore, what is going on? Work ethics are usually emanated- emanated, what does that mean? Emanate. Of something abstract but perceptible, issue or spread out from a source. Oh! Warmth emanated from the fireplace. Okay, see, they would have used it in that sentence. I would have picked up on it. (laughs) Work ethics are usually emanated from an individual's personal ethics. However, workplace ethics can be developed by following these five steps. Five special steps. That's all we need. Okay. One, identify factors that diminish work ethic. I already know my first one. I need to clean my room. That was on my to-do list for today that I did not do which is really wild okay (laughs) before implementing initiatives to develop workplace ethics consider identifying factors that cause employees to be unethical or diminish others moral principles so I'm realizing the problem this article is probably just about business and employee work ethic but You know, you can learn something from everything. Number two, the second step: encourage managers or supervisors. Um, I'm going to skip that one. I'm going to skip number three too because it says initiate team activities, host one-on-one. Okay, okay, we're done. We're we're going to leave this article. Uh, I'm going to Google how to manage. Your own personal work ethic. Not someone googled how can I improve my strong work ethic. It sounds like you're already good at it. Okay, I'm going to indeed.com. Top work ethic skills and four tips to improve yours. I am not reliable for myself. You know that's also something when you give yourself a schedule I'm speaking from my personal experience when I say we no I'm just going to use the word I I often give myself a schedule a set time to do something and I it will be that time and I'll be like oh it's okay I can carry on doing this thing that I'm currently doing, or I can push this back and not get to it, which is really crazy, because I know for a fact, for other people, if they set a time, I'll make sure to be near them around that time. I think the moral of this episode, really, is... Treat yourself how you treat others. If you're nice to people, because if you're rude to people, you shouldn't be rude to yourself. We really have to do an assessment of that, you know, personally. How do you treat yourself, okay? How do you treat others? And then weigh out the two and see what you need to change. On both sides hmm oh maybe that can be an exercise maybe i'll make y'all see how i just stopped that sentence that's what my thought process is like all the time whenever i have to make something i'm like oh it'd be so awesome to do this thing and then my mouth or brain stops because i immediately realize I have to do it, and then put it out. LOL. We're overcoming that. It's really the way I wanted to play this video for y'all. Like copyright is not a thing. But I do think it would be nice to have kind of a worksheet type of thing where you could, or I guess maybe a reflection cheat where you could see, write down like, okay, this is how I treat myself in this scenario. For instance, with the time example, if I set a time for myself to do something, I do it or I don't do it. But if someone else sets a time for me to do something, I do it or I don't do it. And then kind of go down the list like that for different scenarios. For instance, if it's with giving someone something, returning something to someone, sacrificing something. How do we do that for others versus how we do it for ourselves? And then evaluating that can give us some kind of result to see something. <laughs> our relationship to ourselves and and our relationship to others, I guess. I don't know. See... There's more than just coming up with an idea. You really have to do the research and then you have to do all the things and make it a thing. I want help. (laughs) Okay, but that is a good idea. I like that idea. Someone should hold me accountable to that. I'm supposed to hold myself accountable to that. That's the whole point of this episode. I need to be personally accountable. Has anyone ever heard of locus? Is that the term? There's an internal locus and then an external locus. Some people have internal locus, which is like an internal motivator. Like you don't. Oh, yeah. Okay. Internal locus is when you yourself can be motivated for lack of a better term or better understanding, motivated to accomplish something. But an external locus is when you need outside forces such as a coach, um, a burden, a reward to motivate you to do something. I lack an internal locus, I do. If I just have to do something just because i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do it that's my secret y'all i don't i don't be doing things but if i know i need to do something for someone else i'm gonna do it because it's someone else which is not the best thing in the world but hey that's currently where we are in the space of jada which is wild Locust. You should Google that. There's a video on it on YouTube. I remember seeing it at some point in time of my life. Is it called locust? Because I'm pretty sure a locust is like, isn't that also some crazy disease or something? Or an animal? In the Bible? I'm gonna Google that real quick. Internal locust. Oh! See, I'm saying locust. Well... I'm saying it correctly. But in my head, there's a T at the end of locus. So instead of locus, it's locust, I guess. But locus of control. Internal locus of control means that control comes from within. You have personal control over your own behavior. When you have an internal locus of control, you believe you have personal agency over your own life and actions. Because of this, these people tend to have more self-efficacy. I definitely was about to say efficiency, too. You know, I never... <laughs> I'm laughing because what I'm about to say, my mom told me not to tell people. Um, I've never, I never learned how to read phonetically. They were teaching that in school at one point, but it never really stuck. I usually read based off of what i've heard and so something looks similar to something i've heard before i can usually be like oh okay that's how you say that but you know when people if someone placed a completely different word in front of me i would not be like okay this p next to h makes the fur." like i wouldn't be able to do that for all of the categories and syllables of words Anyway, fun fact, um, I'm trying to look at what self-efficacy uh, is. Self-efficacy is a social cognitive theory. What the? <sighs> this theory is based on the belief that a person is more likely to succeed based on how they think, behave, feel and the support of those around them. Oh, that's nice. That's crazy. Okay, anyway. How did I get on this? Oh, we were talking about work ethic. Okay, sorry. <laughs> work ethic characteristics. What are we what what is this? Oh, we're back to the Indeed article. Top work ethic skills and four tips to improve yours. So, uh, dedication. Part of good work ethic is commitment and dedication to the job. They know how to focus on tasks without being distracted. Ooh, yeah, I need that. Mm Mm-hmm distractions, distractions will be the death of you. They definitely will. And that is probably my biggest thing. I'd be on my phone. I will be on my computer to work for an amount of time and then I'll think to myself, oh, you know what would be nice? Some noise. And then I'll go to YouTube and then I'll scroll through YouTube, and then I'll end up on YouTube shorts, and then we're in a rabbit hole, and then I'm like, ah, what was I doing? And then I go to find a YouTube video, and then I may or may not find a YouTube video, and then I go on Instagram, and then I scroll, and then I remember I'm supposed to be working, and it's been three hours, That's wild. Distractions. How do you combat distractions? That's a great question. We should find out together one day. Leave your suggestions in the comments below. (laughs) How do you combat distractions? I don't want to throw my phone away. I know that's a thing. Put your phone 10 feet away from you. I like my phone. I like typing on my phone. You know what? I think the way, the best way for me personally to combat distractions is for me to be in an actual environment of working like a chair instead of in my bed, laying down or like half sitting up on a pillow. That's probably the best way for me to combat distractions. Okay. Discipline is next. Discipline is an an essential part of showing a good work ethic. Highly disciplined employees show determination and commitment to the job. They strive to meet or exceed expectations and seek opportunities to learn new skills and improve their performance. Dedication, no, no, they are not the same thing. I was going to say is dedication, oops, sorry. Is dedication and determination the same thing? And determination, the same thing. I know y'all could not understand what I just said. But they are not. Because being determined is saying basically i'm going to accomplish this no matter what gets in my way no matter what the next what are these even oh these are characteristics of good work ethic The next one is productivity. A strong work ethic translates to outstanding productivity. They complete projects early and do more than the minimum requirements. Hmm. I want to do that. (laughs) I want to be productive. I want to have good productivity. The next characteristic is cooperation. Okay. I'm not going to read the definition for the rest of these. So the next four are cooperation, integrity, responsibility, and professionalism. How to improve work ethic skills. Eh. The first one is act as an ambassador of the company. So in terms of personal work ethic, I'd say acting as an ambassador for yourself, always putting your best foot forward, acknowledging that you should always be putting your best foot forward. Hmm, that is something to think about actually. Because even though I'm doing things for myself, well, I guess it's not really for myself, huh? Okay, I think I'm getting two in my head. And also, I've been on here for what? I've been on here for 49 minutes, let me, I need to go to sleep (laughs) after church. (laughs) Okay, so this is how we're gonna end this episode. I'm going to read their tips on how to improve work ethic skills. And then we're going to say goodbye. For now. Okay. Numero uno. Act as an ambassador of the company. Maintain a positive attitude toward the company in both professional and personal interactions. Seek ways to further the business even if they're outside the scope of your job. Numero two. Prioritize your professional responsibilities maintain good attendance return promptly from lunch (laughs) sorry maintain good attendance strive to make personal appointments that don't interfere with your work schedule and only take personal calls on your cell phone when you're at lunch huh you know I do like that, actually, because I've heard, you know, that sometimes when people are self employed, um, friends and family can make an assumption that you still have time available so they can call you any time of day, ask you to go anywhere because you're at home, right? Excuse me, because you're at home, but in actuality, you very much so still have a job and should very much so set hours for yourself to not be interfered with. I kind of want to do that, but then I feel bad for doing it if I'm not effectively using that time but maybe I'm not effectively using that time because I haven't set the time aside. Hmm, questions to think about. Numero treso, seek professional development. Oh, I'm sorry, number three, just, okay. The last one was number two, this one is number three. Seek professional development. Independently seek ways to improve your work performance such as taking night classes. Okay, y'all, that that ain't none of y'all business. Let me let me do it out. Let me do what I was doing. Seek professional development. Independently seek ways to improve your work performance, such as taking night classes, attending weekend seminars, or reading industry publications. I do that. The problem is, I do it too much. Well, not even I do it too much. I find the things and I collect the things, but I don't need the things. I think you have to find, collect, separate, schedule, and learn from, and then repeat the process. But if you're like Jada, Millie, that's my name right now. <laughs> If you're like Millie, and you find things, and then you collect them, and you let them sit collecting dust, then you won't improve. Okay. Numero foro. Number four. Review your work. Submit thorough work that you have double-checked for quality and consistency. Manage your time properly so you can deliver projects early and give each task the time and attention it requires. Girl, if I didn't need to hear that, mm, don't make no sense. Y'all want me to tell you a secret? Every episode that has ever come out, I have, like... Been preparing into the wee hours of the night of Tuesday, which is wild, extremely wild. Yes, but we're growing each and every day, and we're getting less and less close to 12 a.m. Wednesday, so I think that's a real improvement. <laughs> um, numero 50. Show respects to others. Speak politely to and about others in the workplace. Yeah, speak politely to yourself. Treat yourself kindly. Even if you're not doing the things that you know you should be doing, Jada. <laughs> speak kindly to yourself. It's okay. Give yourself a hug. Everybody wrap your wrap your arms around yourself and give yourself a big hug. One, two, three, four. Good for the soul. Yes, pat yourself on the back. There. all love. Isn't that nice? That's nice. Keep your interactions professional to show your respect for others. Yes, show your respect for yourself. Respect yourself. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Who sang that song? Mm. Actually, no. Who did sing that song? Because the song I th- think I'm thinking of is not the same song that I'm thinking of. Because I'm thinking of... Her name is not Anita. What? Aretha. I'm thinking of a of Aretha. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm thinking of Aretha. Franklin, but her song is the R-S-E-P- dang, R-E-S-P-E-C-T song, but there's someone else who sings respect yourself, mmm, and that's the only part of the song I remember right now, so that's not gonna get resolved, interesting, oh that's making me kinda sad, respect yourself, Anyway, so those are all the tips on how to improve your work ethic. For a quick recap, I'm just going to say the titles. Step one, act as an ambassador of the company or the ambassador of yourself. Step two, prioritize your professional responsibilities. Step three, seek professional development. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't know if y'all have ever seen um, Special Agent Oso, but they have a song called "The Three Special Steps." And when I was saying step one, literally the song started playing in my head because that's what they do. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> step four: review <laughs> review your work. Step five: show respect to others, and/or show respect to yourself five special steps that's all we need five special steps and you'll succeed our special wait our work ethic assignment is starting now and five special steps will show you how with five special steps period okay thank you all so much for joining me for this episode I'm probably going to be doing more of these unless you tell me you hate them. You don't have to use such strong language. I'm sorry I use such strong language. If you do not think that this is a good method of learning, because if you didn't learn anything today, tell me, and I will not do this format again. The podcast will be continuing. But with guest um yes but i think i'm gonna i'm gonna try to do more episodes when questions pop up or self-reflection moments pop up in the moment because I, i usually have a lot of thoughts to say but i never capture them i just speak into the void that is my room all right Thank you so much for joining me today and I hoped not I hoped, I hope that you learned something and that you can share this knowledge with someone. Um, You don't have to share the episode. I mean, you can if you want to, it'd be appreciated, but you can just share it verbally, you know, with somebody, help them learn something. And, um, remember to keep creating a village wherever you go, period. Okay, bye!